hello, welcome back, or welcome if you're new here. This is the Relax It's Not That Bad podcast. We share personal testimonies, discuss mental health, and talk about the shit that really is that fucking bad. And today, we have my two best girlfriends, Lily and Michaela. Say hi. I'm Lily. I'm Michaela. I clapped. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Lily. I'm Michaela. I'm so just quirky. <laughs> like that. I'm not like the other girls. Yeah. Just like five hot dogs oh in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay and today we don't have anything like on the agenda to talk about it's just a camp out yeah on the floor on the floor with some squirrel friends that's it so i apologize in advance if this is not the episode that you are expecting um but also this is not a professional podcast and it's not meant for children so make sure that little ears are not around just in case. Or if they do, they will definitely adapt yeah. the word fuck. <laughs> it's one of those well, episodes. All right. Oh my We're going to okay. compare nipples. I think <laughs> that we should... <laughs> I think that we should start off with conspiracy theories because I actually have two that I've been reading up on and researching. Mm-hmm. One... Okay, well, one I probably shouldn't talk about because it's the JFK one. Mm. Do you all know about that? I feel like there's so no. many... The, like... I feel like there's a couple of JFK. Yeah, there's, I just watched a documentary on Tubi, which I'm not a weirdo who watches Tubi, but my father-in-law does, and he's like an old man, so. It's free yeah. on Tubi. There's nothing yeah. to Yeah. So I watched this documentary, and it pretty much covered every single conspiracy about JFK and how the whole, like, conspiracy theory trend started because of the JFK thing. Okay. And so one theory is that... Um, there was multiple people involved in it. Um, another theory is that it was the security guy who was riding in the second car behind him. Um, and this, the bridge that they were about to cross, like had a lot to do with it. Like his, um, assassination had to happen before they got to the bridge for some reason. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, but that one was really interesting, but then it was also really fucking sad because it talked about how his wife was like trying to like scoop up like his like head. hold his head together yeah. Yeah. i remember hearing that mm. no it was so fucking sad and then um yeah i don't we probably won't talk about that one because i feel like there's gonna be a lot of like people that are die hard like theorists on the whole jfk like thing like uh they're like, like really now you got your facts wrong yeah, yeah no yeah so but anyways um the second one <laughs> The second one, I'm going to sound fucking insane, but you have to hear the whole thing. Okay, so you know how, I don't know what part of the world it is, but there's, like, chapels and churches mm-hmm. where um, the doors are, like, big and gigantic, like they're made for giants, right? And then the door, the, the door say. handles are, like, all know. the way, they're, like, too, they're too tall for humans to be able to, um, like, latch onto, right? Mm-hmm. And so... <clears throat> There's people out there who, like, don't believe in religion that are like, oh, yeah, giants totally walked the earth. Like, we can prove it, right? And then there's, like, people who believe in religion that are like, giants were in the Bible, you know, with, like, the whole David and Goliath thing. Well, I don't know if it's a theory, but it's a firm belief of mine. You know how there are some people... mm, Actually, no. I can't say that either. Okay, so you know how in movies, like in Harry Potter, the giant troll, he's, like, lacking intelligence? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my theory is, okay, what if the, these giants, because they have these big brains and, um, you know, like maybe they just like 
lacked intelligence in certain areas. And so like as the world was progressing, they were kind of like left behind by civilization because they couldn't like one as the world was progressing, you know, so was like houses and stuff that like people were building for like human sized people and you know, stuff like that. But what if they just slowly started, you know, being left behind by civilization all over the world and that forced them to go and like live in the woods and live in the mountains and stuff like that like the Appalachian mountain people right things like that um so they were like forced to go live in the woods and stuff like that and so naturally because of nature and you know adaptations and stuff like that they had to adapt to their environment so then they had to grow hair to stay warm during the winter and that's how we get Bigfoot I was literally going to say, like, Bigfoot, because you said the Appalachian Mountains. And... and they were, like, inbreeding the hills have eyes, like, meets Bigfoot. Yeah, no, and then, like, think about it, because, like, people are like, oh, I saw Bigfoot. Like, everyone, I feel like when people say, oh, I saw Bigfoot, they think of just, like, one, one being. But what if it's, like, several? One entire species? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if <coughs> it was just one, because I'm like, how is it going to just be one living? Yeah, and they and, see like, it, like. like, not growing old and dying eventually or something. Yeah, over, and they like, see it, like, all over the world. And it's, like, think about all these stories you hear about, like, the people that go missing in national parks because of, like. the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Things like, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. But, like, what if it, like, Bigfoot is actually, like, a real thing. It's, like, a like an actual species who has just adapted to being left behind by civilization. Yeah, and they came from the giants, and that's why they're so big. I know, but what? But if it is an actual species, then wouldn't they, like, eventually, like, be more, like, seen? Like, well, if it's not a species, Unless they don't, like, want to be. Like, do you think they're, like, smart enough to know to just, like, stay away from human and all that? You know or I mean? it could be, like, like, um, like... I don't know, like, natural selection, you know? Like okay, how, yeah. How can you, like, if you're, like, living on cliff sides or, like, in, yeah. like, Colorado and, like, the winters and stuff like that or, like, Canada or wherever Bigfoot is normally seen. I feel like they're seen in Canada a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but also sometimes I feel like it's just people walking on stilts in, like, ghillie suits. They're, like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know? But, yeah. That is definitely that's a theory. That's such a sad life I, if that's, like, yeah, what they like do the highlight their life. Yeah, like, the highlight of their whole lifetime is that kind of got on no, stilts and it's like, the imagine, like, being somebody who's, like, a Bigfoot hunter or a Bigfoot chaser or whatever, and you finally, like, come upon something, and you're like, oh, this is it. This is my big moment. And, and then, then you have random like, bitch. some random dude yeah. on stilts, and he's like, hi, I'm Canadian. Would you like some syrup? Would you like Syrup? Isn't that what they eat? It's like yeah, yeah it's like only syrup, syrup though. <laughs> <laughs> like strictly syrup. Yeah. No, but that is actually a theory of mine that I'm like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I believe, but I also like believe in mermaids too. Like, uh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay, tell mermaids me possibly be, but like I don't think they look like beautiful mermaids no. in movies. They're like clammy and like. They're, like Walruses. Like the anglerfish? They look like walruses. Like the scary because they live in the deep. So they yeah. have to adapt to like the, Dark the depth of and the, the ocean. Cold. They need blubber to stay warm. Yeah, so they'd probably be really rubbery and have like slimy skin. It's like walruses know? with arms instead of. Yeah. Right. And like the boat, like gloss, like white eyes because they're not, yeah. they're not um, exposed to the sun. And stuff, 100%. I've literally yeah. never thought about that in my entire life, about mermaids. Really? Like, being, like, not... 
not beautiful. Yeah. I think about it all the time. Every time I go in the ocean, I'm like, please don't track me. That's under. why. That's why I struggle with like conspiracy theories because it's like if it's not if I don't see it for myself or like passed by something that's like a conspiracy theory, I'm like it's not existent in my brain. You know what I mean? Like I never think further of like really yeah I think about it all it like eats like what i'm not I telling mean, us everything's a mean. fucking but illusion but i feel like it's because if i think about it too hard then i will be like what the fuck what is this place where are we why am i here no you know have I mean? y'all seen that guy on tiktok who was like working on like a barge ship or something like that and he like swore that he was hearing like siren noises and stuff like that and like swore that he was seeing like something in the water that resembled a mermaid and, like, all this other shit, and he was posting it all over TikTok, and then out of fucking nowhere, like, everything got shut down, like, the ship, I, I, I think they put, like, barriers up that you weren't allowed to go past, yeah. and stuff like that, like, the government, dude, I swear. That's all what the, I mean, I, I know there's some sketchy shit that's going on, but I just, you're like, I please can't. leave me I have in to, this, like, like plane that, that that's you That's what me I mean, on. because there's so much shit that's, like, no, yeah, right. that's like, real, When I people are, it. like, oh, it can't possibly be real. And it's like, everyone said that about aliens and then the government so nonchalantly was like, they're real, by Yeah, the way. and they had like, like this whistleblower <clears throat> said they had like info on one, like a UFO from like the early 1900s. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. And they're just like casually putting it out there. And everyone's kind of like, well, we all figured, but. Well, did you see that scientist? This, there was a scientist who like worked in Area 51 or whatever. And people would always ask him, like, do you do you believe in aliens? Are aliens real? And he's like, yeah, but I think we're the aliens. And they're like, what do you mean? And, like, he went on to explain that um, the whole light years thing, right? Like, there are parts of our universe that are, like, millions of light years mm-hmm. away from us. And he's like, so you have to think that we probably don't even exist in an alien's timeline yet because that's how light years work right it's like billions of years which is weird like i will never be able to understand like light years i I don't care it's literally like the the new movie with buzz lightyear and they're like playing do you know what i'm talking about yeah and that shit was like a foreign language to me like what the (laughs) fuck is this no like like it's real it's real Yeah. yeah and he was saying like he was like we probably like earth probably doesn't even exist in the world of other species that are light years away from us. So he was like, we would have to go like hundreds of thousands of light years into the future pretty much in order to have like run-ins with the extraterrestrial. And he's like, he goes on and I'm sitting there thinking like, oh my fucking God. Right, well, like, also, like the blood type thing, isn't there like a blood type that they can't really figure out where it isn't it like it's negative? All, it's the RH negative. Yeah. That's what I have. Really? That's yeah. why Zach is always like, You're part of the Anunnaki. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, okay. No, but actually, um, where is it? I think it's the the Basque people, the people who live in Basque. Um What's Basque? It's a place not in America. Don't ask me about a geography. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I wasn't No, but it's like, um, I'm pretty sure. So it's like a, I want to say it's like a, like a valley that's encased by like two mountain ridges. I'm pretty sure. Um, I want to say in Europe, but I could be wrong. So like nobody hold that against me. Cause again, I don't know the maps. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, they have their own language, their own culture, like, everything like that. And they're very strict about it. They're one of, like, the oldest cultures in the world. But they also 
are, um, they have the highest number of RH negative people. And so <clears throat> when I did like all my ancestry and stuff like that, mine pulled up Basque as well. And so Zach was like, that's probably where your RH negative comes from. And I was like, oh my God, I never thought about that. But there's like, there's a conspiracy about that. Like they're like part aliens and aliens came down and bred with them. And that's how you get the blood type that they can't track and like yeah. oh all of God. that stuff. But I 100% believe that like weird shit goes on that like we just don't know about or there's like like scientifically modified genetics and mm -hmm. things like that that they just won't tell us that they like designed in a lab and like injected into yeah, people. I don't know. That's what I mean. That shit I can't even think about because it's just it's so out of like what I think of day to day. Yeah. That if I like open my brain to that I it, it won't yeah, be good. Well, yeah, if you open your brain, like, too hard, you're like, none of this shit even matters. Right. No, I was literally, earlier, I was, um, I was doing an episode with Danny. I was sitting there thinking, I don't know how many times I said it, I'm like, why are we paying taxes? Like, we are tiny, tiny little, like, specks on a ball on, like, a rock just floating in space, and mm -hmm. we're paying taxes, like... Yeah, and credit you, scores, like, we yeah, were just supposed like, to be naked and barefoot eating fruit and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Being worshipped by men. <laughs> yeah. But, yes. like, and now instead they're just like, you fucking suck, but get your tits out. <laughs> no. Get but, your tits out. <laughs> hell yeah, hun, get your tits out. Um, but, no, like, I think about that all the time, and it gives me, like... I wouldn't say like an existential crisis, but I'm definitely sitting there like, what is the meaning of my life? Yeah, you know? like, that's what I mean. Nice. Like sometimes it's like too much and you're like, whoa, because like, yeah, none of this matters. Like I'm insignificant. And other yeah. times it's kind of nice when things feel super heavy. You're like, none of this shit matters. Right. Yeah, that is true. I feel like that's just like part of the human experience is to like question your existence yeah. and then be like, oh, whatever, I'm going to fucking die anyways. Yeah. It gives none of this yeah. shit even matters. Mm -hmm. No, really. I like... I could go on for ages about, like, the weird shit that I believe in. And, like, like, I don't know. There, isn't, isn't there, like, a conspiracy that, like, birds are, like, dinosaurs? Cameras? Yes, oh, yeah, like, like dinosaurs for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the birds work for the bourgeoisie. Yeah, The guys yeah. get it, you know? Yeah. The, the people who know, know. <laughs> no, that's why, like, I don't know if you've seen my Venmo. Um, it's the little bourgeoisie bird. <laughs> The little, like, it, awkward, like, cartoon bird. Okay, well, that's what okay. it is. Um, no, a hundred, and, like, the there's a conspiracy that, like, that's why COVID happened was so that they could replace all the batteries in yes, the bird. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah, I, I guess that's where, that. where it, that's where I, like, started hearing that. But there's also, like, um, you know, that we're, like, in a simulation. Yeah. Like, that conspiracy. And that, like, and that one sometimes makes sense to me. Like, like, you know, like, you, like, glitch or you drop something, like, randomly or... You know what I mean? And or things like, go like, missing. Yes, that's what I mean. And I'm like, is that it? Did I? Am I? And those like, um, or they TikToks? end up with like two of the same thing. Like, yes. they'll walk. They'll be walking around with something in their hand, and then they'll pick something up, and they're like, what? But I'm not even joking. I swear, there's like, I swear, there's like a glitch thing in this fucking house because things go missing here, and mm -hmm. you have to think like, typically like haunted. 
That's what I tell Christine all the time. Bad um, energy happening. Or no, um, we're she's gonna be before. staging tomorrow. Like well, the whole fucking house. Say, Lotus is like built on um in like Native American burial grounds and stuff. This we actually call this room the haunted house. This room. This room. This this room. Yeah. The, the room we're because okay, I'll tell you all those stories in a little bit, but. Things go missing in this house all the time. Like, Andy has had, uh, my father-in-law, he's had his, um, like, computer cords go missing, never found. Um, I've had koozies go missing. I've, like, random things just go missing, and it's just the two of them, right? So it's like, how, how does shit go missing in the house? Yeah, yeah. And I, so I told him, I was like, maybe you just have, like, a little, like, like, troll or something, like, living in your fucking attic. I don't know. But we call this room the haunted house because... My mother-in-law, her mom, when she would come and stay at their house, she would stay in this room. Well, unfortunately, she passed away a couple of years ago. And, oh, my God. The year that she passed, I'm pretty sure it was 2020, <clears throat> that year. So, like, COVID was going on and, like, mm-hmm. all like all kinds of crazy shit. It was just a bad fucking year. Well, she had passed. We came, I, it was me and the two, my two older boys. We came to visit. And I was downstairs and they used to have, um, they typically have like the TV in the front room back there. Um, and I was downstairs with the two boys and all of a sudden I just hear the TV turn on and the TV originally, um, like it had a Roku device set up to it, but without that device, it like had nothing. So it was the like full on fucking static, Mm -hmm. um, and so you always had to, like, mute the TV as soon as you turn it on because the static would be really loud. I'm not even joking. I texted them one day while they were at work because I thought they were fucking with me. I was like, I don't know how you're doing this, but this is fucking like scary. This, like the TV turned on, and it was just, like, full static. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. So I, like, sprinted like up here, turned the TV yeah. off, and then I was a couple nights later, I was laying in bed in the, in the room next door, and... um. I was trying to get the boys to sleep, and the next morning I had to text Christine. I was like, were you in Mamaw's room? And she was like, no, why? Because I shit you not, I was laying there trying to get the boys to sleep, and I heard Cassie, Cassie, <gasps> and I was like, no. like, I get chills thinking about it now because I'm like, holy fucking no. Because, but uh-uh. I was like, I swear to God, you were in there, and you were, like, calling me because out I – spoke out loud and I was like I'm trying to get them to sleep can you give me a minute and then I so heard you, like you thought it was your mother-in-law yeah I thought and... she was in here because it was like right before Christmas time and so we had all the Christmas gifts in here and so I thought she was like like trying to ask me like where's the tape or something because right. it also sounded like like mumbling like no 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 you know like you can't really hear through the walls but I heard her very clearly say Cassie and like Mama and my mother-in-law kind of have like the same voice you know obviously that's her mom and so I thought it was her and then I responded I was like can you give me a minute like I'm trying to get them to sleep and then it like the second time it was just like Cassie like like almost like annoyed oh, like, dude, I I, like so I'm bad right now like, fuck no no that's why like anytime I'm in here I'm like all the lights have to be on like I cannot come in yeah. here in the dark You're like, I don't no that. I will uh... never in my life I get so like there's parts of me Right, that I'm like, I just want like a message for my sister, you know. But then mm. I'm so scared that something's just gonna like pretend to be yeah, her, exactly, yeah. and like they latch onto my just stuff like oh, that, yeah, yeah or like latch onto that. my kid or something. And yeah. so it just like scares the fuck out of me. 
And like my my sis my older sister, she has so many ghost stories about her house, like creepy shit. Like even thinking about it, I'm like, oh my god, I could fucking cry right yeah. now. Cause like, and she's just like, oh, they're just visiting, and I'm like, girl, oh, fuck, no, I can't uh, do that. Uh, Absolutely not. No. no. But yeah, Jeez. I just like, dude, it's fucking. That's yeah. why I'm like, this house has to have like some sort of like glitch in the matrix or whatever. But it's those are so believable because they talk about like the dome and like everything like that. I'm like, is this the Truman Show? Are we all oh just my gosh, like? Right. And did you hear, have y'all heard that guy who, with the, the lamp, like, the whole yeah. thing about, like, that's what I was talking about. when the like, lamp was Well, there? that's what I was saying earlier, like, when you're, like, 15 years in your marriage and you have four kids and the lamp looks weird. Or yeah. Wait, what? It's all, like, pixelated and so you're, like, realizing it's a it's guy, all, like, like this guy um, got into some accident of some sort. Like, it was, like, a real thing that happened. And um, he went into a coma. And I, I think he lived, like, 15 years worth of life. He got married. He had kids. He lived this whole life. And the only way he found out that none of it was real was because he looked over and the lamp on, like, a little uh, table looked off to him, woke up from his coma to realize that none of that was real. And he literally... Oh, God. I could fucking puke right now. No. And he had to grieve, like, the loss of his whole family because he had a wife. He had kids. He had a job. Like, he had a whole life in this coma. And I, I don't remember how long they said that he was, like, actually in a coma Yeah, that's form. what I was going to ask. Um, but it wasn't 15 years. Yeah. And so he, like, had to... Like, he had to go to therapy and everything. He, he got depressed and stuff like that because he had to grieve the loss of his kids. Okay, so thing. in his, like you know, dream or, like, his state that he was in when he was in a coma was whenever he saw a lamp and it was, like, pixelated and fucked yeah, up. And so then he was like, this isn't real. And then he Yeah, yeah. well, he was kind of like, what's wrong with that? And it kind of just snapped him out of it, I guess. Yeah, like, can you imagine? I get so scared, like... You're, like, poking your kids, like... Like, please, please be real, please That's be real. what I mean, yeah. Sometimes I get, like, dreams where... Yeah, dreams I'm, like, back in up. high school and... Like, I knew all this life had happened, and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do everything the exact same so I can make sure I have the same kids I had. And, like, it's like I have to remember every little detail so I don't fuck anything up. And, yeah. And, yeah, those dreams are, like, the worst. Those are terrifying. And then I always, like, I see the things that are, like, when people, um, some people think that, like, whenever you get high off of, like, certain drugs or whatever, that's actually what reality looks like. And that, like, the government just puts shit in the fucking air to make you live, like, this normal, mundane life. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. That's what I mean. Like, thinking about what could be, like, reality. I struggle with especially when, like, life's good, right? And Mm -hmm. things are looking up. And I'm like, this is so perfect. How could things go wrong? And then your brain switches and you're like, what if this isn't fucking real? You know what I mean? Or, like, I don't know. But, But like you said earlier, how it could be, like, good, too, because... You're like, if this isn't real, like, I gotta make it last, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a good perspective, too. Like, if this isn't real, like, live it up, I guess. But, yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like my mind can get really dark whenever I... Slipped in that rabbit hole? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. No, 100%, like, I swear, it's like, it's like you put yourself through it, right? Because it's like, you could just be like, shut the fuck up, bitch, you know? Get out of my head. Mm -hmm. But then other times, it just, like... It's unexplainable and you have yeah, to... Yeah, and then it's, like, whenever you actually look at, like, the proof, or the, you know, that people have or whatever, it's, like, 
all right, I'm convinced. Like, I used to be like, Bigfoot is a fucking joke. Are you joking right. me? Like, y'all are hunting some, like, wooly fucking mammoth dude who wants to be left the fuck alone if he's real, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but now I'm like, 100% he's real, and I want to see it with my own eyes. I mm-hmm. want to look him dead in the face and say, I know you exist. I've called it. Did you come from the giants? You know? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I feel like I've always struggled with, like, if it's not right in front of my eyes, it's not real. You know what I mean? No, a lot of people are like that. Like, you have to see to believe. Right. Yeah. No, a lot of people are like that. That's why I, like, I'm with the, I'm like that with some things. Like, somebody will say something and I'll be like, oh, oh yeah, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know? But... Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, knock anything because, you know, like, there was a time, I mean, obviously technology is when they're advanced, you know, but mm-hmm. that, like, people thought gorillas were, like, fake. Someone saw a gorilla and everyone was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> there were gorillas everywhere. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's scary to think about. No, I, mm, mm Gorillas do kind of look fake, though. Like, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah, if someone, like, tried to explain it to me, I'd be like. Like, sometimes the way they walk, they're, like, very, it looks very animated, like, very just. Or like you go to, like, like, four foot nine, but, like, a thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. And can, or, like, like Rainforest Cafe, you, like, when you see, like, the fake ones, and you're like, that's spot on. Yeah. That's, you're real. You're like, that robot yeah, no, looks exactly like a robot. are so similar. Hmm. Have you seen the TikToks where, like, people go missing, and then all of a sudden, in malls, They'll have like the mannequins that look like real people. No, no. See, I don't like that. They're, they're like wearing their skin or what? No, like they, they have like, like they. Um, oh my god, I've gone down so many like dark ass fucking I know, I'm like, look. See, um, I'm trying not to do that. Yeah, they, um, <laughs> this is your like one chance. No, so to there just was flip like, down. there was a story of this guy who went missing. And I think it's called, like, hyper-realism sculptures or something like that, where it's meant to look like it's a real person. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it's like, the one that's in the airport of the guy sleeping with his luggage, that one is, is, like, understandable as an art piece. But the ones that are in stores that are being played off as just mannequins wearing regular clothes and everything like that, those fucking scare me. And I swear to God, I'm almost convinced... Almost, because obviously you know how people on TikTok love their receipts. So they have like a million pictures that are like, see, told you, you know. And so I'm looking through all of these and it's like pictures of missing people and then pictures of like these hyper realistic mannequins that look just like these missing people. And it's fucking, and it's like, it looks like they're in like a state of shock. Like they're just like frozen. Like Like right before they were... Yeah. Like no, really. And I'm like, oh my fucking God, is this actually a thing? And like, it's one of those things where it's like your brain like does not want to believe it. But then you're seeing this shit and you're like. You're, how can you not? Like, yeah. It's like a horror movie. No, really. And mean. like, it's shit like that is fucking terrifying. And then people are like, oh, you know, that's not real. That would never happen. And it's like, you also said that aliens weren't real, you know? Mm. So, like, and here we are. Yeah, they yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. You can't and, trust the government. Like, yeah. uh, honestly, that's, like, one of the biggest things COVID taught me. Like, yes, that's you, like, totally you can't trust the government. And, like, doctors are just people. They don't have answers for everything. Yeah, right. And, One thing yeah. I, was, I was always taught was, like, a practitioner or, like, a doctor or whatever, they're, like, practicing medicine. They're not, like, just, experts they're, like, at it. Educated oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. And so that's what I always think of. I mean, honestly, like, I love, I don't go to the doctor, but mm-hmm. my kids do, obviously. And so, like, and I love our pediatrician. She's so just, like, chill and down to earth. And, like, she's like, yeah, you do, you, mom, you know, whatever. But I feel like some doctors, 
like push a narrative so much and it's like who's paying you you know because there's there's no way there's no way that you can actually like be this into shit you know I don't know but I agree COVID did teach me like no, I, remember, I don't trust nobody. Yeah. I remember, I don't know, this is kind of random. It just reminded me of, like, pediatricians. But I remember when I first had my son, Seth, um, it was, like, the first pediatrician that I went to. And I didn't have any, like, recommendations from people. So I was just mm-hmm. trying it out. And um, he's, like, asking me all these questions. And he's asking if Seth has, like, I don't know how to even, like, politically correct, like, say it. Like, but he's basically saying, does he have, like, a gigantor syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is there something seriously wrong, like, with anybody who's, like, abnormally tall, whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, no, like, I don't think so. And as a first-time mom, I'm, like, freaking the fuck out, right? And then he was like, well, how tall is your husband or whatever? And I was like, he's 6'5". And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, well, that's probably it then. But these fucking random-ass people are just asking you that first yeah. off rather yeah. than being like is there anyone tall in the family? yes but it just that's what i mean like they're just people like they're just yeah and typically like you have to be a certain personality type to be a doctor like and yeah um like there should be a certain amount of like empathy that goes into yeah being a doctor 100%. but for the most part they're like i'm like do if you, you find that... one that is they're like badass but for right. the most part they separate that stuff and sometimes you have to so you don't like go crazy but yeah they can be kind of cold and just too scientific, and you're like, you're like, this is my real life. You right. Know, like, and, 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 like, and when your mommy think about all the things that could go wrong, whatever, yeah. and so then you're in that moment, and you're like, oh my god, I didn't even prepare myself for this. Like, no, what if he does? Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? My, remember, you're like, I have nine hundred worries already, but let me add this one. Yeah, no. I'm like, how about you ask me to stand the fuck up first? See how tall I am, yeah. asshole. Yeah, but no. Um, remember when I found out that Liam was deaf? Um, I went to your apartment that that same day, and when we were there, the audiologist at the time he like, it was, yeah, it was the audiologist. I'm pretty sure, yeah, because he did like the hearing scan and everything like that. So that was like the official confirmation appointment that Liam was deaf, and so I obviously didn't understand anything. And so when he said he's severe to profound for his hearing loss, um. I was like, what does that mean? And he looked me dead in my face. He's like, your child is deaf. I suggest that you learn to adjust to that. (sighs) And I left crying my eyes out. I went to Lily's. I fucking bawled. I was panicking. And poor Jared, he was like, look, he responded to my voice. I was like, Jared, you're literally blowing air on here. Right. You know? (laughs) You're staring him and your breath stinks. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he literally like, and, but he was just so like, unempathetic but yeah like to him it's just another patient it's another yeah but to me it was like i was sitting there and i was like oh my god like like i'm like screaming into it (laughs) i was sitting there and i was like oh my god and at the time it felt soul crushing i mean also he was your first child so like like, forget that it's already scary and new and different to begin with but for people to be like he's deaf figured the fuck out yeah yeah no really i i was like like, now looking back, I'm like, oh, I was so silly, you know? But oh, no. in that... You're like, I should have thrown hands at that doctor. No, silly. for real. <laughs> but, like, in the moment, though, it literally just felt like my whole world was coming down. And here I am having... Because I was like, well, what do I do next? He's like, you need to schedule an appointment with an ENT. Um, and I was like, okay. And then that was it. He's like, okay, have a good day. 
And I'm yeah. like, what do you mean? Like, what? Right. Like, help me. What do I do? You right. know? Who? And, what? Yeah. 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 And so it was just like, it was a really big struggle at first. But like, again, like I said, looking back now, I'm like, oh, it wasn't even that big of a deal, you know? And like, honestly, it was, it was actually kind of harder when I had my second son and he was hearing because I'm like, oh my God, he you adjusted like, to you're my leave. second kid. Yeah. So like, I'm experienced with that. But like, now I have to like relearn yeah, all you're over like, now again. Now you're gonna wake up from your nap. If I'm too yeah, it was the weirdest fucking thing because like with Liam, we were also really young, you know. And so like when we would have friends over and it would get really loud and carried away, he it didn't phase him, you know. But with my second, it was like anything and everything woke him up, and so I actually had to like start blasting music on the TV and stuff like that to get him used to sleeping through sound. Right, yeah. And like now my kids are champs; like they'll sleep mm. through anything. But it was a it. The first time, momness was a huge adjustment with him being deaf. And then the second time, with him being hearing, I'm like, I felt like I was a new mom all right. over again. That's, I, I like, never I thought of that, actually. Do. I never would have thought of that. But like Lily said, like, the first time our kids get fevers or the first time, that's huge to us. So I get, yeah. I get it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no. I remember the first time Liam had a fever and I was like, oh, my God, he's dying. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. even the little things... You know, really. And it's like something you don't think about before. Like, you're like, what do my parents do for me? Or whatever. But yeah. mm-hmm. then you're like, do my parents not care about me? Because they were so chill. And I'm like, <laughs> right. flipping the right. fuck out. Yeah, no. Like, I think about that all the time. I'm like, what do you mean you weren't stressed out? You know? Also, though, like, the parent, well, I don't really, I don't really know if it counts as, like, them raised, I guess, because, like, they adopted me at 13. I feel like they just, like, bottom line just like like a base level just did not give a shit to begin with Mm -hmm. and so but like now me as a parent I'm like I I feel like I freak out about so much stuff some things I'm really really cool with but then when it comes to them like being hurt I panic like I feel like Zach and I balance each other out like when when he is like panicking about like them being loud and crazy and stuff like that like I balance it out I'm like it's not that big of a deal you know like chill it's cool but when they get hurt or one of them starts bleeding, oh my god! If one of them is bleeding, I immediately I'm like, "Do you need stitches? Do you need to go to the doctor?" Right. Like, I start fucking panicking. Right. And Zach is the level-headed one. He's like, "It's okay." Yeah, exactly. You know, like, That's exactly our dynamic too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just like, I feel like it's just, I don't know, it's just a mom, like a universal mom thing. I feel like, especially like, well, if you're like a normal mom. I feel like you if know, you're but. a good mom and I think you're a good mom, like you, you worrying is like, what's the word? Like proof that you are a good mom. Yeah. Same. No, I like, that's why when I, I try to like talk to some moms and they're just like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You're either super chill or you're like really neglectful. Well, also like, I think all three of us struggle with anxiety pretty bad. Too, yeah. So we're like instantly worst no, case scenario. No, no, no. Not me. Not you, though. <laughs> no, and there's some <laughs> people kidding. like, I was just telling Zach, it's so wild to me that there's people out there who like don't have anxiety. Yeah. Can you imagine I think, that? Like, so, like, it must be nice to be so like blissfully ignorant, I guess. Yeah, like your I mean. kids are going to sleep but, and like, they're like, they're going to wake up perfectly fine. Yeah, they're going to be so fresh in the morning like, and it, like we're we, watching them breathe. Should we check their pulse like for the Yeah, I mean, because it. 
things can go bad in like the blink of an eye, you know, like something or yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too dark or anything, but yeah, I'm always just like worst case scenario and it's like exhausting for sure, but I would rather be prepared. Yeah. (laughs) My therapist says that all the time. She's like, that must be so exhausting. I'm like, you have no idea. Like I was telling you when, um, like on the way here from Tennessee, when Jensen was like, mommy, I don't feel good. I told him, I was like, okay, close your eyes, cover up with your blanket, try to take a nap and see if you feel, see if you feel any better. And then the whole time, like, he went to sleep, and the whole time I'm like, what if he fucking died back there? I'm like, I don't yes. know. Because he's no, all the way he's sleeping, too. Yeah, so. and I'm like, and he's, yeah. like, all the way in the third row, and, like, we don't know until we saw, like, what if he just never wakes up? Like, my brain yeah. went exactly. on a whole fucking thing. And then he woke up, and he's like, Mommy, I feel better now. I was like, and oh, I'm so you're, like, glad. sobbing is, your eyes out. That literally, like, what the fuck is your problem? That literally happened to me whenever we were going... I like to Florida recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't sick or anything. I was just driving, and my mom was sitting in the back seat with him. And even him sleeping, he had his big blanket, his like comfort blanket, is this giant ass thing, right? <laughs> and so we had to take Love it with that. us. It's, it's like a giant, like what's it called? Um, sleeping bag. Oh, yeah. I love with, that. With like an animal head, so it's fucking obnoxious. But we had to take it, and um, my mom was like trying to like kind of put it under his head so he wasn't, like, like mm-hmm. his neck wasn't hurting, yeah, whatever. And he just kept saying, like, hey, can you make sure it's, like, not covering his nose? Can you make sure it's not covering his nose? And my mom was finally like, did you watch, like, a video recently of, like, somebody that, somebody's kid that, like, died in a car seat? I'm like, no, but it can happen. I know it can. And yeah. she was like, oh, it only happens to, like, kids that are, like, younger. Like, if he stopped breathing, he would wake he up. He would wake up. Yeah, he had and like, a reflex. Like, and in your head, you're like, there's no fucking way. Like, you're wrong. Like, it could totally happen. Yeah. Even though, like. You're like, this one time, he's not, though. Yeah. No, because you're so convinced. You're so convinced that, yeah, like. I mean, usually, I'll just, like, like, if I were feeling like that, like, he said in the back, I would just, like. Like, I know I'm going to be freaking out by the whole time. I'm just going to crawl my ass back there, put my finger That's on That's what I mean. I was driving, so I was trying to, like, focus on Yeah, the road, I was trying to also... pull over and be like, let me just get this shot away real quick so I can, like, calm no, down. No, and, like, I get, I, sometimes I feel so bad because I'm like, can you just check? Can you just check? You know, and I'm sure, like, especially, because I'm like that with my in-laws all the time. I'm like, can you make sure that she's not joking or can you make sure that she's yeah. breathing? And, like, you know, my mother-in-law understands it to an extent, but then also she's like, oh, my God, girl, like, rain it in. It's, like, right? really hard to not to, like, pass on to your kids, like, yeah, I'm freaking out, but I don't really want them to know. Yeah, so I don't, I'm like, just going to, like, nonchalant check their breathing. Yeah, like, I want you to be like, confident in yourself. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. want you to have anxiety. But exactly. at the same time, I'm like, I'm, like, I panic, and I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. Or, like, I don't, like, I feel... Like when it comes to when it comes to just like everyday normal things, I'm not really a helicopter mom. But when yeah, it comes to too. their safety, I'm like, don't you fucking die on me, you know? Like I, well, I, I get think, so scared. I like there's like a like a probability thing like goes in my head. So mm-hmm. like if he's climbing up on this playground set, whatever, and he can what's fall the off, probability? I think he's like okay, snap his neck. Probably, on my dog. probably he's gonna break an arm. Probably he's gonna break a leg. He'll survive. Like mm-hmm. we're good. But then it's it doesn't really work because then he could be chewing his fucking food and I'm like okay he's gonna choke you know we can there's re- ways we can make him not choke and then like it's in my head it's not like like what's the word shit like um like I said playground he could fall he could break an arm but then he'll do like basic things and I'm like that's gonna kill him yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? that's it yeah yeah like yeah. He could depends just on be, the day you're having I think or, yeah he'll be or eating like, food and I'm like. 
that's going to end terribly. You know, it's yeah. so weird. That's why, like, I mean, I don't want to self-diagnose myself, but, like, the OCD part comes into play because I feel like I get so obsessive about a, just We've a specific known you a while. thing. Yeah, I, I I'm like, what it makes do you mean? Sense. I concur. That, um, like, yeah, like, like um, bad juju comes into play or something mm-hmm. almost. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But it, it ends up, like, making me, like, obsess over this one situation where, like, yesterday it could have been kind of fine, but, like. Right. Mm-hmm. right. No, really. Or, like. I watched those videos. I don't know if y'all have seen those things where it's like um like a like a pump where if they're choking you we pump have it, one. like a life back. Yeah, okay. So I keep seeing those. I don't have one. And me every either. time yeah. I see I'm one like, I'm like is this should, like someone should I like get the universe them? telling me? Yeah. Yeah, that's me all the time. I'm like, oh my god, like do I need? and then I keep thinking like, okay, my husband is like trained in shit like that, but then I'm like, what if he's deployed? What if it's just me? And it's like, I have been CPR certified. Like, I know how to do all this shit. But at the same time, like, what if I panic? What if I can't do it? What if I freeze? Right. You know? I like, understand what you mean. Like, I, if you're solo parenting and I think it's all on I you. I haven't gotten one, too, though, is I'm like, I'd have to go in for my car, for my house. Yeah. Or like a diaper bag or something because well, we just keep if, our- if I get one, it's going to happen somewhere where it's not even there anyway. No. We just keep ours in a car because if it's. Like, our car will always be with us for the most part, you mm-hmm. know? So, like, if if we're at home, I have to just run out to my car. I can do that. If we're at the playground, if we're at the eat, yeah, I can just true. run to my car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather no, than... Like, that's how I am with um their... um Oh, my God. I've never told anyone about these except my mother-in-law and my husband. Mm-hmm. But in my car, I keep four laminated sheets. <laughs> One for each of my kids. It has their full name. It has their birth date. It has mine and Zach's name, birth date, our address. Um, it has their blood type in case they're in, like, a horribly mangled car accident, you know, and they need more. I'm not blood. judging you. I'm like, that's a great okay. fucking idea. I used to do that. Um, I did that for Raylan when she was, like, about And then we have, like, like a long road trip, and I, I got really paranoid no, about it No, and then I have, and like, I have emergency numbers um, for, like, who to call if, Oh We're gosh. also involved yeah, in the I've car accident. That, I oh, have yeah. their hair color, their eye color, so that they can like identify which kids. And with Liam, their we'll age, to let like, him know, like yeah, he's and got then implants and yeah, stuff. because he can't with his implants, he can't have MRIs, and so like for his, it'll say deaf, nonverbal, use ASL, no MRIs, and then like, um, like right when you open the backseat passenger door, there's a thing on like the handle, so like. If you go to grab the handle, you have to see it, and it, like, says his name, and it says, like, cochlear implant, no MRI, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, but I am fucking crazy about that shit. And then I keep binders. Um, I have, like, a like an emergency binder that has all of our important information in it, and I keep a copy of the same things in that binder. And because I – and, like, I'm, like, fucking weird. Every house I'm in, I have to have an escape room. Okay, is, if, oh, yeah, if there's a fire, sure. if there's a fire and I can't go downstairs, I already have it planned out. I know for exactly sure. how I'm, you know, putting them out the window, exactly yeah. what I'm doing, you know, like, I'm, I'm fucking crazy. I'm to see, like, if the average, not average, but if the average mom, like, that doesn't suffer from, like, anxiety, da-da-da-da, if she also thinks about that. Yeah, no, like, okay, if you are like, a mom who doesn't I mean. have anxiety or, like, stress the fuck out about shit like that. How does it feel to be God's favorite? Yeah. <laughs> no. How, like, how do you react to, like, life-threatening things like that? Like, do, that's is what I mean, it, do you think brain, about that? I think that's, that's 100%, like, smart. That's a good mom. That's normal. Like, of course you would want to do that, but, like, 
than you think. I know, I'm How, like, I'm underprepared, I think now. Right, you know, like, I think that's normal, but... Yeah, but there's some brain, people out there who are fucky. like, oh, no, I don't have anything Well, like even, that. like, with all the, like, shootings and stuff, like, oh, movie yeah. theaters, grocery stores, I'm like... Me I too. Know, that's... Like, what we're gonna... Where we're gonna go, like, we're... Yeah. Hiding over here, and I that's why, like, people also, like, they're worried about, like, people taking their kids and stuff. Yeah. So they'll, like, get them all locked up in their cart, so it's, like, hard for someone to snatch a kid, but then I'm like, what if I need to get them out quick, and we yeah, need to no. run? So yeah. I'm like, what do I do? And No, I, that's why I, honestly, that was one of the reasons why I got the stroller wagon, because all, it has the seats, all four of them can fit, you know, whatever, yeah. and, like, I can grocery shop if I need to, or whatever, but it's easy for me to keep them all contained, and yeah. I can just sprint out with that. But also, yeah. the seats, they sit, um, I know you've seen it, they mm-hmm. they sit up, and there's little, like, almost like cubbies underneath. So, and I have it planned, where, like, in the situation where they need to hide, um, we keep, like, an extra towel or something, whatever, in the Maybe. stroller wagon, just in case they're eating or whatever. They are to crawl underneath, get under the seats, put the towel over and not make a sound. And it's like, it's fucking scary that you have to think about like, that we have to like, yeah. think like even, that all the time. Even like, like back to, um, like, um, like your kids running away in a store or mm-hmm. you losing them in a store. I saw this video the other day and it was like, what to do if your kid, you can't find your kid in the grocery store. Oh, like describe what they're wearing. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. I, and there's this mom and she's telling her story because it happened to her. And she's like, all I did was I started shouting and screaming as loud as I can you know, female, four years old, red shirt. And it, she was like, it made me cry, truly. It was so empowering. She said, all, the of sudden, all, these, all these moms just click into gear and, and there's all these strangers and they're just on the hunt for a little yeah, girl immediately. with a, like, red shirt. You Are know you what crying? I mean? No, it's fucking, okay. it's just, it's cool. It's, it's fucking... cool that, like, the moms, all the moms, yeah, know. they band together they and know. they immediate. It's just like an immediate, it's like response. a brief, like view of that, like village that we don't always get. Yeah, and it's like if you think, if we if we had that kind of response all the time, like we probably wouldn't have that many fears to worry about. Mm-hmm. But and like, um, have y'all seen the babies or the? I think it's in Iceland where all of their babies sleep outside. In the oh, in the yeah. strollers because the whole community, as a whole, collectively decided we are going to value these children's lives and we're going to watch out for them and take care of them. Yeah, that's the whole so community beautiful. has like yeah. banded together and said they're all of our kids. We're we're protecting all of them. It's like to have that, you know, must be so incredible because I feel like especially here in America, it's like fuck you bitch you know like you're yeah. on your own like, meanwhile here we're like sending our kids to school on buses and i don't even do that i don't trust that because i mean yeah they're supposed to be under like their school's care at that point when yeah. they get on the bus but i'm like no because nope. then you yeah. think about how many Can't even trust that how many people like their kids get dropped off at the wrong stop and yeah, like and they gotta walk home and yeah and the, they get lost because they yeah, don't know how and the bus driver is like oh i don't know like, like they not to mention the bullying and like just all that stuff that yeah like, the first time i got groped was on a bus in middle school like, same they don't watch well i was stuff. in elementary school but still like same it was just like you think about things like that and then you think about how like that's not even a reality to the other people. moms that have to deal with around yeah. the world and it's like it must be so nice but sit like only like i was telling y'all earlier earlier only 58 percent of my audience especially on youtube is um american so for the other people who live in other parts of the world mm-hmm. please like tell us like what is it like 
to which is the key yeah like how, how do you have the same fears as us yeah or, or is it just like an american mom yeah, experience I'm, like, I'm not gonna change but i'm just curious yeah no like, i'm still not gonna trust anybody ever but. well you, you can't i feel like in today's world you really cannot yeah, like, and like forever there's no coming back from that yeah and i like that's why i talk so much about like having a village having a community having that that group of people that are just so solid that you can rely on like when my kids are with you guys never once do i ha there's not a fear that goes through my head at all and yeah, me too it's almost like i can like turn my panic brain off and just be a human yeah it's like you your know? panic like turns off and then it just like equals between the three of us it's yeah. Like control <laughs> yeah what is yeah. it called though it's like a because we all know like that we'd have each other's kids it's like a Something like division of responsibility or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm talking about. I don't yeah, know what you're talking about. But it's just, it lightens the load a little bit because you, like, know there's other people who will take care of the same things you would yeah, do. Yeah, well, and, and value the same things, I feel like, yes. as far as, like, what we... Because, like, some some moms, you cannot leave your kids alone with them, 100%. Yeah. But I feel like that's why your tribe is so important. And, like, that's why I always tell you guys, like, y'all are, y'all are my fucking people because y'all get it. You know, you have the same, like, you, you raise your kids similar to you know me and it's just like we I feel like we have the same values with a lot of stuff and so it makes it easy to just like let the kids be kids you right. know and like yeah we can divide the load and just like have the solidarity of like hey yeah. we're all we going all through know, this like yeah like I don't feel like any of us have ever like tried to put on a show for one another we're, yeah like, we're all just like, I real, agree. like this shit was hard I today agree. like yeah. i've cried 19 times just this morning yeah and we just like show up as we are and yeah. there's no as judgment yeah that is yeah. my favorite thing about you guys. if you gotta like put on this front in front of somebody plus watch your kids it's like i'm just like no yeah no i can't well, do that's that. what i mean i feel like you know your like advocacy for like ch children and all that i feel like i mean I don't want to offend you, but I feel like it can be hard for moms to, like, be real with you because mm -hmm. they know, like, you 100% have kids' backs, da-da-da-da. Like, you will, yeah. you will go hard for those kids. So it's, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I feel like it's hard for people to relate to you because yeah. you're, you have your ways. And well, and that's why I always tell people, like, one, social media is fake as fuck. So, like, my perfect little angel kids that are smiling for the camera, likely, either immediately before that or immediately following that, they were being little shits. They were being little brats. And right. I was sitting there going, like, what's with the fucking attitude? That's you what know? I, mean. I guess like, that's where I was going with it is that I can still come to you if I say, and I'm like, dude, my kid is being a fucking menace, da 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 and I feel comfortable saying yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm like, you oh, know? that's totally normal. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Both I just of you. feel like, too, like, if you, you know, if you always just, like, have your kids' best intentions at heart, like, you're always coming from a good place. Yeah, then you're I doing, like, you're doing yeah. good. Yeah. That's, because that's yeah. what matters. And that's what yeah. I always tell people, because there are some people, there are especially moms, you know, who reach out, who are like, do you have any advice on this? You know, and I always tell them, like, first of all, like, I am not a licensed professional. You know, right. I just speak from my own experience and, you do a lot of research. Yeah, and I I read textbooks and, like, right. research You're studies and stuff like that. I, I find it interesting, you know, but... <laughs> it um, pays to be her friend, right? She's doing the textbook reading. <laughs> I know. I'm like, did you know that this percentage of children do this? Well, like, I all the time, you know? Yeah. But, and I always tell them, like, do not think for one second that 
I am the poster child for perfect parenting because 100% I will argue with my four-year-old, okay? And I know people are like, I don't argue with the kid. That's the realest thing is that you're out here preaching and and making sure that, you know, kids are heard and da-da-da-da. But at the end of the day, I feel like you you will never judge if we came to you and we're like, this happened. I lost my cool here. And I feel like that with both of you, 100%. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That's really no, cool. 100%. Like, I try to validate moms the best I can because I know what it's like to be a mom, especially in this world of people trying to, like, force you to parent your kids a certain way or telling you that your children are going to grow up entitled and stuff like that. And it's, like, really because, like, I've never laid a hand on my kids, but they are some of the sweetest, most loving, too loving sometimes. Um <laughs> children that I know you know and like maybe I am biased but at the same time it's like I try my best to raise my kids on respect and so there are times especially like with my four-year-old he's finding his voice now there are times where I will be just like out of it right I'm I'm just tapped out on my energy yeah I'm spent (laughs) and he is a talker he loves to talk and so He'll do the mommy, mommy, mommy. And I'll turn around like, oh what? What is it? You know, and I'll get an attitude. And he will tell me straight to my face, that is so rude. Do not talk to me like that. And it makes me pause. And like, like a reality check? Yeah. Well, right and there, I'm like, I think that you. I'm like, I can, like, no no shade. But I've never remembered a time where my parents have apologized to me. Or, like, yeah. done yeah, such things have gone too far. And so I'm like, even if I, like, fuck up royally, I say things I shouldn't say, da-da-da-da-da, like... If I just apologize, I'm doing, like, way better than our yes. previous generation. And, and that's happened so many times. Where because, like, like taking yeah. accountability for some reason in that generation is just, like, non-existent. Like, it's, like, too painful for them. Yeah, I think about I'm like, do you, like, not feel bad about the times that you used to tell me, like, go wait in your room. And then you'd come up there and you'd scream at me for hours. Like, at that point, beat my ass. Right. Like, don't sit there and scream at me and make me feel so fucking small yeah. and insignificant, you know? And then when I bring it up... You know, as I get older, you're like, well, that's what happens, you know? Like, you should have listened, or you were a troubled kid, like, and, like... It's so hard for, like, certain parents to, like, just, like, come from a place of, like, let me put myself in your shoes. Like, yeah, you're four, yeah. but... And I can't remember everything from four, but I can remember certain things that made me feel certain ways. Yeah. And so, I'm sure to, like, them, at the time, it didn't feel like a big deal. Right. what they were doing. Yeah. But... To if you as a four-year-old, yeah. like, it was huge. If I look back, I'm like, those were words that, like, stuck with me, and my mom probably doesn't remember saying them, or my dad doesn't probably remember even doing that. Yeah. But, so if you just kind of, like, come from that place, like, that seemed insignificant to you, but it hurt me. Like, yeah. Like, it hurt child me. It's not hard to just be like, okay, I don't understand that, but I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, if, even if I don't understand it, I'm sorry. Like, that, validate that, that it, acknowledge it, and let us yeah. both and then move it's on. it's just so healing. You don't have to do anything. You just gotta... It's healing, I think, for yeah. both parts. It's healing for your kids and then it's yourself like... because those days, you know, I'm yelling, I'm losing my cool, whatever. You know, as soon as you let those words out of your mouth or you raise your voice, yeah. you feel yeah. like fucking shit. And, and you it makes like the things like a thousand yeah. worse. And you're yeah, like, it takes oh. a situation that we could have, like, nipped in the butt and then right. it's but like then a whole you, thing. You take those... 15 fucking seconds and you're like baby mommy lost her cool i'm so sorry yep. it wasn't okay and then you're both just like <sighs> like no i do know. that all the and zach does that all the time you know like i feel like we've gotten really good at just like when we realize like we fucked up you know like yeah. i will always tell them 
you know, like, I'm so sorry that I spoke to you like that. And you, you need to understand that it is not okay for people to talk to you like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I tell them. I say it's not okay for me to do that. But I did it. And I'm, yeah. just, I'm sorry. I'm going to do better. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And I, and, I, and I always tell my kids, you know, like, I'm really sorry. I apologize. You know, like, and I ask them. I'm like, and I, you know, especially with my second oldest, I'm like, did it hurt your feelings? You know, and he'll tell me like, yeah, it hurt, you know, and he'll tell me like, I felt bad or it made me feel sad. And I, I acknowledge that. I'm like, I'm so sorry that I made you feel bad or mm. that I made you feel sad, you know, and nobody should ever make you feel that way. And if they do make you feel that way, it's okay to say something right. and it's okay to, yeah. to tell them, Hey, I don't like when you talk to me that way, you know? Right. But that's, what's so crappy. And I think about this a lot. Um, I feel like a lot of our, like our kids, like leaders, I guess, their teachers, their coaches, da 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 I feel like it's hard because some of them are, like, from that older generation. Yeah. And so it's, like, they see our kids and they think they're entitled or they da 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 And it's, like, it's how do you, like, how do you preach that to your kids? Yeah. And then they go to school and they speak up for themselves and it's, like... That's part of why I homeschool. I, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, you know... That's yeah, what I it's mean. It's hard. You like gotta no. build up your kids real tall Especially, so that yeah. way when the world comes in and knocks them down, they're still up. No, exactly. Up that is my biggest thing with people when they're like, "Oh, you know, and, I, and you should do this and you should do this," and I'm like, "The world is hard enough. Mm-hmm. It is shitty enough. Mm-hmm. They do not need to have more shit added onto them at home. Mm-hmm. I would much rather keep their innocence." for as long as I possibly could and give them the best fucking home life because I know as soon as they step into the real world, it's going to shit all over them and mm-hmm. it's going to ruin their dreams and it's going to fucking crush them. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to be the start to that, you right. know? Oh, yeah, like being your kid's first bully. You've been seeing yeah. that. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like but that. But then, like, you see all on TikTok, which I, I have definitely been on both sides when it comes to teachers and like people like daycare providers and stuff like that because part of me is like you guys don't get paid enough for this shit like you you need to be paid more for this shit but then the other half of me is like you are sitting there telling these children that they're not allowed to feel the feelings that they're feeling in that moment or they're not allowed to be outspoken or they're not allowed to have opinions or they're not allowed to question authority and it's or like even going like with curriculum like doing things their own way they're yeah. you know what i mean even like you think pre-k when they're coloring you know like they should do it yeah, like, they do it we shit need, like that no i literally i saw this whole debate i think it was I started on TikTok and then made its way to Facebook, I'm pretty sure. And it was a whole fucking debate of whether children should be allowed to color outside of the lines. Yeah. And it's like, no, we're teaching them structure. <laughs> you have to tell me. We're, you have to tell them the story about Raylan. <laughs> it's like we're teaching them structure. We're teaching them, you know, how to follow the rules. And the rules say color inside the lines. And in my house, I'm like, fuck the goddamn rules. Like, <laughs> color however you want, you know? And, like... I just, like, I feel like, I feel like school and stuff like that, and I'm not shitting on people who have children in school. I feel like some kids absolutely thrive in that environment, especially with different family structures. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, if if you follow a routine like that, it's very easy to keep up with public school mm-hmm. and things like that, you know? Um, <clears throat> and, like, my niece and nephew, they're in private school, and so they have private school structure and stuff like that. My house is, like, 
they're not free range, but you know, like I have less strict structure. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like they have routine, but they don't have like a a, a strict schedule to go by. You yeah, know, there's the routine that we follow it's throughout the day. It's kind of like a but... routine that I feel like your kids created themselves in a way, and then you're like, yes, let's do it. Yeah, that no, works because great I'm like 100. That actually makes really sense. Like, why am I gonna set an alarm and wake you up? You know, and like my kids now, they're in their circadian rhythm. So every morning at 5.30, the two boys are, my two oh my oldest God. boys are awake. Whatever. And then my two youngest, my um, third son, he wakes up at 6. And then my daughter wakes up at 6.30. It's their, it's in their circadian rhythm. They all fall asleep within a certain time. They all wake up within a certain time. And we follow a routine, you mm-hmm. know? And um, I'm just like, yeah, you know, it makes so much sense to me. Like, whatever. Um, and I feel like. school structure setup works for some families and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I always imagine, like, if my kids went to school, like, went to public school, it would fucking crush them. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like my kids are wild spirits. Like, fucking wild. and Like, it would dim dim their... Dim their light, dim their color. And it's just, like, I I don't want kids who, you know, are being held to the same standards of... 19 other children you know I want my kids to think individually I want them to be themselves I I want them to have creativity and individuality and like well, that's like great too like there's some people that homeschool and they only teach their kids the things that they want them to know and yeah. that's when I'm like that's looking kind of cool to you over there no I like, definitely I follow mm-hmm, their interests I which I yeah, know a lot of like and whichever route they take versus yeah like, and we brainwashing I, them to only your certain yeah I do right. secular homeschooling which is non-religious because um, most homeschooling is Christian based mm-hmm. um, I don't do that yeah. um, but I definitely encourage individuality wherever I can which is why like I always tell people when you walk into my house it's like oh like the this is definitely the Millington house like there's personality thrown up all over that fucking house but yeah. um. Like, right now, my oldest is really into ocean life and sharks and whales and stuff like that. And my second oldest is really into dinosaurs and stuff like that. And so I cater to whatever they're interested in. You know, like, my my third son, he's only two, but when the two older boys are doing schoolwork, he wants to participate in everything like that. And he's really into Bluey and monster trucks. And so I'm like, here, learn about colors, you know, whatever they're interested in, that's what I help foster. I'm just encouraging them to learn about things that they're already interested in. And as their interests change, so will the curriculum, you know? But there's also, I definitely think that there are teachers that have that same mentality as you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just know Raylan's teachers, too. I just feel like you know, like, this is a great teacher and she thrives 100%. You know what I mean? You can see that she thrives. Raylan is, like, kind of type A, so, like, that school environment does kind of work for her because she's like definitely by the rules and like she's never colored outside the lines even if I've told her it's okay she's like I got outside the lines a little bit I'm like girl it's it okay. happened <laughs> she's never been like I don't know like she's just so type a like right me, I guess I don't know where she gets it from but <laughs> um so yeah like the school thing works for right now like my son I don't know well, like we'll see how that goes because he's that's like how a little I bit feel more free range yeah. yeah yeah no I definitely think like 
Ray, Ray looks like she's thriving. Like that's she, what I mean. She yeah. just like she looks the so happy. The hardest part though has been like other kids, like because you know yeah. not everyone's parents the same, so you come in contact with other kids, and for the most part it's been like fine. But then there's like occasionally, already I'm like it's only first grade and there's already like mean girls and yeah i'm like already i feel like that happened like fourth or fifth or something yeah no but then you see like you see the parents and you see how the parents are treating their kids or how the parents interact with other people and it's like oh that explains that's been so eye-opening to me just in general like the direct like correlation correlation do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's just crazy how you see somebody parent this way and you're like Ah, see the that makes sense. That yeah. makes, not, not even in a bad way. It's kind of like a sympathy. Like, it's poor kid. If no. you just, like, tweaked that a little bit, like... No, all the time. It'd be great. Like, the kids that... The, the people... I'm being nice. <laughs> the people nice. that, um, like, don't let their kids have a personality or mm-hmm. the people who, like, started out being really physical with their children and now they're like my kid screams at me and like punches holes in the wall and like does all this shit and I don't fucking know why and it's like you don't know why are you being real are you being like are you just joking to be fair my child definitely screams at me and I don't know I mean like I'm just saying wait that sounds like my kid no he doesn't he doesn't walk around no I know I'm kidding he's you can tell you know like Seth you can tell he is like oh my god I could cry actually talking about it he he is such just like like a free spirit like every time I see him I'm not like oh my god I'm like you fucking rock he's in his own world no that makes me so happy no really like it's it's, just like his world more existing yeah and it's just like you little fucking rock star you keep going you know like when he's being loud when he's being crazy it reminds me so much of my own kids right and with them even with them I'm like you like don't ever let anybody put that that's what I mean I and I feel like the like those kids that do have like a wilder spirit are crazy they get such a bad rap and Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm like choosing for him like I don't want him growing up hearing oh my god he's so crazy oh my god I wish I had that much energy and I'm guilty of saying that myself but like it, it there's naturally like a negative like connotation with that yeah and so that's what I'm kind of working on right now is like like, if somebody were to say, like, hey, dude, you're wild, like, chill out, and I'm like, yeah. I love that about you, or whatever, but you get it. There's yeah. definitely, like, a negative connotation with, like, boys that are hype, more hyper, yeah. and, and I don't want to dim As that down. As if they down. can't, like, take yeah. it and, like, do something with it. I always saw, wild means wild and forever. Yeah, I always think about the quote where it's, like, um, like, dealing with my child's spirit now is hard for me, but when they're an adult, it's going to pay off. And so, like, foster it instead of shutting it down. Yeah. And so that's what I've been trying to do is, like... Yeah, well, there's days, yeah, you know, there's days where I definitely shut it down. And then I'm like, wait, why? I mean, we're only human. But then I think a lot of it comes from, like, when we were growing up, there was a lot of things we weren't allowed to do. And now, as an adult, you just have that natural instinct of, like, no, don't do that. But then you think to yourself, like... What the fuck? Why not? I did like, that. So the other day, Seth will slam a door if he's mad. Like, I'll be like, no, sir, you cannot do that. And he'll run out of the room and he'll slam the door. And growing up, I would have gotten in so much trouble for doing yeah. that. But then I'm like, he's not hurting anybody. He's not hurting himself. Yeah. It's just a loud noise. That I one don't time like. I slammed the door and pictures fell off the wall. 
So I'm like, maybe that's No, like anytime no, I slam the door, yeah. I, things like I would that, have to we immediately. Gone yeah, 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 for sure. And now I'm like, that's actually a healthy way to release yeah. your anger. Any, you slam that door, boy. Anytime I would slam the door growing up, I would have to immediately open it and be like, sorry, I didn't mean to do yeah. that. Or you I'm do like, it, it was an accident. Yeah, you instantly yeah. slam it and you're like, oh, fuck. You hear your dad's recliner, like, shut no, up. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. No, and like, I, there are so many times where, so for example, um, my kids really love like taking the cushions off the couch and like slight, like jumping off the arm of it onto the cushion or whatever, you know? And so they have a couch in their playroom. And at first I was like, no, like you, like, why do you keep taking the cushions off? You right. know? And then my second son hit like probably two and I was like, why is this pissing me off? Mm-hmm. You know, and it was because I didn't get to fucking do that. And so now, you know, I'm like, that is the couch. You want to jump all that couch. You want to run across that couch. You want to do whatever the fuck you want. That is the couch to fucking get, <laughs> you know? Like, couch, bro. They, like, not in the... sell those expensive nuggets based just on kids. Yeah, and, and so fishing. I'm like, yeah. fuck that shit. Why am I going to do that when, you know, and they know, hey, we don't do that to the living room couch. Or certain couches. Yeah, yeah. but, and, like, they don't do it here at my in-laws, um... But at home, 100%, like, almost always, if you walk into the house, those cushions are off the fucking couch. And they pile them up and make, like, little teepee tents and stuff like that. But they jump off of them. They that's do all this shit. I, mean. I like, feel like that's, like, such a misconception because, yeah, you said, okay, at our house, they have this one couch to jump on. And then the people argue and they're like, well, he's just going to think he can jump off of any couch. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, with, like, leniency and, like, also comes boundaries. Yes, yeah, like boundaries that's when are, that's when yeah, like we do things differently and take the extra three minutes and say like, hey, this isn't cool here, but you can do it here. Like yeah, like people who are against like gentle parenting or like just more peaceful parenting, or I feel like yeah. are very like, they just think well, there's no structure. Yeah, there's no structure. Like, they hear gentle. First of all, like if you're being triggered by the word gentle in the term gentle parenting, what the fuck? Because you're getting that upset over somebody being kind to their child. That's already red flag number one. Yeah. But I have been actually calling it just like conscious parenting mm-hmm. because that's really it all that make it, more sense. Yeah, that's really all that it is. It's just being conscious about your child's, you know, growth and their mental health and stuff like that. But I feel like people definitely hear gentle parenting and they're like, Oh, you you don't watch your kid and you let them get yeah. away with whatever. And well, it's like, I, no, I feel like I we was, have a structure. I was, like, driving myself so fucking crazy, like, telling myself, like, no, you're going to be gentle parenting. Like, I was driving myself crazy because I was, like, I would give him food and I'd be like, this is this. And, like, I thought everything I was doing was fucking him up. Like, yeah. the way I would mention his food or the way I would tell him to do something or everything I thought I was doing was, like, fucking him up or I wasn't wording it right and so yeah. it's just like motherhood you yeah think you're like but you know yeah. if I just put if you put away the whole fucking over gentle parenting and just you just think like you're just do better with- be more conscious of when you do fuck up I yeah. feel like it changes the world like I you're totally- just respecting them that's yeah. all that is a hundred percent like they're I was and telling- the boundaries thing is really important like uh when Ray was born I was just like you know like I don't know how I actually really didn't know how the parenting thing was so hard I was so confused on like why it was so hard for like my, like, my mom, like, had her issues, yeah. and she's, like, definitely, like, if she wasn't always mommy mom I needed then, she's mommy mom I need now, like, she's yeah. totally great, but, um, she had me at 15, so, like, yeah, she was also we were, growing like, up growing and learning it. together, yeah, and so, I just, when I had Ray, I was, like, this is so easy to just love you unconditionally, yeah. no problem, but then you feel, like, am I doing it wrong, am I, am I not, 
parenting you enough because you're like, why was it so hard? Why was it so hard for you to just let me be me, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, then she like got, and I was like, I'm just going to love her the hard, like it's so easy to love her harder than I've ever loved anyone. And it's Mm going to, I'm going to love my kid more than anyone loves their kid. And Mm -hmm. it just felt like all this love, you know, but then she got older and like that my idea of like, I'm loving her so much and like also not putting out my own boundaries. Like I mm-hmm. am a person too. I yeah. need to sometimes separate myself from her. Like we can't just be one being. Yeah. So that really helps too with the structure thing. You can, you know, gentle parent or whatever, but I feel like the boundaries are so important yes. for kids to learn how to treat others. Yeah. Well, are you people, having boundaries, yeah. they watch yes. you. So yeah. if you have boundaries and I'm like, oh, when mom does it, I can do it. those boundaries with your kids, I feel like it makes such a... And it, it, like, for, for a minute, for me, it felt like betrayal. Like, I was betraying her, like, yeah. being like, look, I need this space for myself because yeah. I'm going to lose my shit and it's going to no, be scary for everybody. It's actually, yeah. it, it was actually really cool seeing you, like transpire into having that like epiphany like I never in a million years thought anything like you were saying where you feel like oh you loved her too much whatever whatever you're trying to say <laughs> yeah well just like I was gonna just love her so hard and for me that meant sacrificing yes, myself that's what yeah, I mean. and who you are as a that's person. what I mean so it was really cool seeing you like kind of like get your spark back like I didn't yeah. realize it was gone yeah, definitely and then like, you're yourself now and just, I didn't realize like, it was gone either I was like something feels no. different both I don't you. know what's wrong both of you I started dressing like like a 40 year old mo- 40 year old mom for like a bit like I felt like because I'm just like I am mom mom is me and no then like I forgot to just be a person and like yeah put up boundaries for myself and like it's such a healthy thing for her to see yeah. so I don't know why it felt so like betrayalish at first I mean probably because she wasn't used to it I but. felt like with Liam, I definitely, because of, like, all of his appointments and everything like that, I just, like, fell into that, like, I am your You're mom and that's all else. I am. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have nothing else outside of you, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it when I had Jensen, it just, like, carried into that. But then, like, Zach, then Zach deployed, you know? And I came home and I feel like that was really, like, my transition point where I was, like, I am my own person and I am a person outside of, of my children. Yeah. And like I started finding my interests again and it's stuff a like that. And like, like self love too that I feel like yeah. is de- was like definitely lacking. Uh, it's lacking for like a lot of people yeah. that self love aspect. Some people have too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like yeah. a lot of people are lacking and it's like, how are you going to show your kids that I also deserve these things yeah. to happen to me and but then when they see you them, yeah yeah when they them. see you doing that I feel like I think that's how like, like I'm worthy you're worthy we're like we're all worthy yeah. simply because we were born like mm-hmm. I think that's we how all... Jensen honestly learned how to like start standing up for himself because I used to just like at one point I was just letting them like get away with like pretty much anything you know and I was just like okay you're just expressing yourself but then to a certain point it becomes disrespect and so I started telling them, like, oh, no, uh, you don't talk to your mom like that. Sorry. You know, or they will they would say something and I would be like, where's your manners? You know, and slowly but surely they started learning, too, like when people are being too demanding with them, you know, and they're like, please don't touch me right now. Yeah. You know, and they, they pick up on that and they, they speak for themselves. Yeah. I'm like, you yeah. fucking go. This yeah. is yeah. exactly yeah. what I wanted for you. You're like, that's rude, but. It's like, no, it's just like... It's not rude to say no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, there's been situations where, like, you know, when people go like, oh, do you want this? Okay, well, give me a kiss first. And my kid clearly doesn't want a fucking kiss. And I'm just like, 
that's something I've learned. It's like I and that's like, like something too. Like you don't realize that like what it's doing to your kid until like because it's so it's so innocent typically. Yeah. You know? And yeah. But at the core, it's manipulation at the core. Yeah. You don't even realize, and because you never want anyone else doing that to them. But yeah. like, but you know, you're coming from a good place, so it feels like, like it's okay. But then, yeah, yeah. Then they're like, where do you draw that line? But right. But it's like learning. I feel like I've never been like when to not stand up for myself. But it's weird standing up for like a whole new like human. And like, yeah, having to be like, but oh, having that no fierceness behind it and yes. being like, I can said be so what I fucking said, but it's you're like, so awkward. yeah, if I can't like, sit up for myself, I can at least stand up for this, yeah, this little person I made who doesn't like know their voice quite yet, yeah, no, a hundred percent. I gaslight like, myself where I'm like, it's really not that my big kids of a are deal. the biggest gaslighters I've ever met, yeah, <laughs> but I do gaslight myself. I'm like, really, it's not gonna kill him if he does that, like, yeah, I the reason I feel like this is not that big of a deal, whatever, and then I'm like. No, he doesn't know any of this. You have to teach him it's not okay. Yeah, yeah, that was also something I feel like I learned, like, because, like, we come from a generation of parents where, like, emotions were just shut down. Probably yeah. because they never learned how to deal with theirs. Yeah. Like, when my daughter started, like, getting her own personality, we were just, like, constantly fighting. And it was, like, breaking my heart, but also, like... I think, like, it, it took me a while to realize I was taking her big emotions, and it felt, like, threatening to me, because yeah. I didn't know how to deal with mine. It felt right. like a personal so hers, attack. Yeah, hers were, like, triggering my fight or flight, and I was just feeling, like... How do like, I win? Yeah, I, like, I was like, I gotta like, get the fuck out of here, or, like, or we're gonna fight. <laughs> and yeah, so, right. no. Even with it my was oldest... It really hard to, like, be like, her big emotions are not a threat. It's something... She's coming to me, actually, because she probably needs help to yeah. navigate it, and I'm like, yeah. come on. Let me get mine together first so I can help you. Yeah, no, with my oldest all the time, like, I am constantly reminding myself, like, the fact that he is even this comfortable questioning my authority, clearly I'm I'm raising him how I should be. And always question the man, you know? Yeah, and, like, yeah. that is one thing that a lot of people, when it comes to my parenting, they don't like. They fucking hate it. And it's like, you let your children say no, you let your children, I'm like... Hell fucking yeah, I do. You think I'm going to raise yes men? Absolutely fucking not. You know, and like, I I want them to keep, I want them to keep their weirdness. I want them to be the kids that make noise and make an impact on the world, you know? And like, with my oldest, you know, it's the same thing. Like, sometimes I'm like, why am I taking this so personally? Yeah. You know, but it's I like, take a lot of it like it's not yeah. an emotional attack that your kid is. Yeah, but feeling. then it's just it actually is coming from I never got to do that. I never got. You it was, just don't know how to. I do was with banned it. from saying no. I literally was not allowed to say no. And so to think, you know, it's hard for me to process my child looking me dead in my face and going, "No, I don't want to." In my head, I'm like what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. You know? Right. But then it out, takes them like unlearning. Out, yeah. Outwardly, I'm like, okay, pause. One moment. And then I like, I'll go wash my hands or something. Something to like stimulate something different in my brain, you know? Like taking mm -hmm. that break, redirecting. Yeah. And then like coming back and I'm like, word, you can actually say no to this. It's not that big of a deal, you know? Or like yeah. asking questions that whole like be seen not heard or whatever yeah it's like there's nothing wrong with asking questions i mean sometimes i can be like i don't want to answer questions right now like yeah please just like no off. that's me with my second but like if a kid's like asking questions they're just curious and who the fuck else they learn from you know yeah there are times like so i had I, to, yeah the question authority like i had to learn with jensen you know like he wants to know everything like he actually just got um the book of why for his uh christmas gift because it has all the, like, why does this happen? Or why does mm -hmm. this person do this? Or, you know, whatever. 
Um, well, that's a good idea. But I need he's to add that. no, he's that he wants to know everything, and so it went from me being like, "Dude, I don't know. Why are you asking me?" To now, I'm like, "I actually don't know that, but let's Google it real quick." And mm-hmm. I'm like, "It says here, you know." And I always tell him like, "I wouldn't like trust the internet though. Like, this is just on the internet." And he's like, "Okay, mommy," you know. And he like, but he gets that, in- and it only takes me what one two minutes. Yeah. But he has that connection with his mom, and he knows, "Hey, I can ask you whatever the fuck I want." Yeah. You know, and like, I'm yeah. really big on I want my kids. To, I don't want to have shady ass kids because I was a yeah, shady kid. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, I, I want my kids to be able to know like they can be one hundred percent themselves with me at all times, and it's not not just with me, but with their dad as well. You know, and like right. not worry about like I fucked up so bad, and my yeah. mom's gonna hate me, or yeah, my mom's gonna Seth, yell and scream. And that is potty training right now, and every time he has an accident, he always comes and tells me, "Mommy, I peed." Mm-hmm. And I realized every time he would tell me this, I wouldn't be mad. I've never, like, yelled at him, whatever. But I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I just yeah. think to myself, like, are you kidding me? And, no, that's and, and instead of being like, thank you for telling me because, mm-hmm. you know, he knows it's not good. So yeah. he's probably coming to be scared as fuck. Like, yeah. I have to tell her this shit. And, like, why am I not just thanking him for even telling me? Because yeah. then no, he's always like- not going to tell me the the big shit, you with, know? With yeah. Jensen, Jensen is, like, beyond brutally honest. Love that. So, like, definitely I don't ask him, him, like, if you think it looks good. Because he will tell you yes or no. I love that. But, like, like yeah, with some it. people. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck. It looks fine. Yeah, nice with some people, he lies. <laughs> is your fupa supposed to be that one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, with some people, he lies. And, you know... Then they'll say, why are you fibbing? Why are you lying? Oh, don't lie. And stuff like that. And I'm like, he doesn't lie. My son is actually incredibly honest. So the fact that he's lying to you is is probably a sign that he doesn't fucking trust you because he's seen how you react Mm -hmm. to things. Yeah. And so, and like, you know, it's just, it, when you start noticing how your kids are with you and then how they are with other people, you start realizing, like, holy shit, like, I really have created that comfort for my kid and made it to where they can be 100% authentically themselves mm-hmm. and not have to worry about things. And you you really start to see it when other people come into play and other people start, like, pushing their boundaries or other people make comments that they're not comfortable with or expect things from them that they're not comfortable with. And you really start seeing your parenting shine through. And it's like, it's hard to remember in the moment when you're feeling like everything is a personal attack. That, like, run away yeah, that it, that it is going to pay off. But then those those little, like, silver linings, those, like, yeah. little slivers of those little moments, you know, when, it, when other people are involved and you see all First the thing. hard work that yeah, you've put that in. Yeah. That, yeah, that it's paying off and you're just like, oh, I fucking got this yeah you know like that's true and it's yeah. like a little pat on the back and it's like oh, I, I knew it, i knew it was gonna pay off but the road to get there was hard as fuck that's what i mean yeah. that's supposed to be easy you know yeah. like yeah. it's it takes a lot of like getting up and you can't just like be a from the couch parent you gotta yeah. like show them that shit mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like a lot of the generation that raised our generation were definitely people who like just didn't have the time they were overworked and like you call it corporate America call it whatever you want but like they just did not have the time to be present parents and well, I feel like it's not even like the time but they weren't shown how to be present yeah, yeah. Like they every were generation raising, gets a little bit they, better they put I all think. their effort yeah. into 
like trying to make a life for themselves so like so their kids can thrive yeah and so it's like sorry that they're like they didn't talk about emotions they were trying to fucking make a living yeah or vice versa sorry that they were so emotionally there but like they didn't work on a future for themselves you know like that's what i mean i feel like I feel like if we just try to make our kids as well-rounded as possible, like, we're golden because... Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, no matter what, that our kids are going to have, like, some kind of trauma from yeah, us. Like, no matter yeah, how hard that's trying, true. they're going to come I have to, something. like, accept that, that there's yeah. going to be things that I'm going to do. But as long as, like, yeah, you're, like, an acknowledging parent, and you're like, oh, shit, like, I didn't even realize yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's like, going to be know. stuff that you definitely... You're just going to have to eat it and be like, my yeah, bad, bro. Like, I... That wasn't that my, was my intention. intention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, like, it reminds me, uh, I was telling you, like, the fucking Barbie movie made me so emotional because she was like, we as mothers, what did she say? We as mothers stand still yeah. so that our daughters can move on and mm-hmm. look back and see how far they've come. Oh, and I'm God. like, that oh, was my the, God. That, I, was, I know, that was part where I was, like, bawling my eyes out in the theater. And I'm no, like, I was oh, sorry. I, I'm here wearing pink thinking, like, this is going to be, like, a funny movie. And y'all have me crying in yeah, my pink I know. sunglasses. And Zach was like, <laughs> I was watching it with him. And he's like, you know, because I was sobbing my eyes out. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, it's just so emotional. He's like, you know, like, watching you as a mom, as a mom that is the most perfect representation of you. And he's like, because now, obviously, with the podcast and doing things that I care so deeply about and I'm so passionate about and, like, I want to highlight other people's voices and things like that and I want to talk about things that I give a fuck about. He's like, you really have, like, you just put your whole self on hold to raise our babies and he's like, and look at you. He's like, I always say he's, like, my biggest supporter, but he's like, look at you. Like, you are setting this time aside to do something that is for you and you're doing it unapologetically. You're not saying, hey, can you do this? You're saying, hey, I'm going to go do this. You're you're on, you know, whatever duty. Yeah. He's like, you are taking the initiative to make sure that you are leaving your mark on the world. And he's like, and I love to see that. I love to see that, like, you're no longer pausing you, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, yeah I also, like, let's highlight, like, dads that do that and are stepping the fuck up and yeah I was telling Aria on my episode with her I feel like it's so rare like no hate to men but kind of like just a little bit of shade you know um I feel like it's so rare to see a good man that not only wants to chase his dream but encourages his wife to chase hers you know like it's so rare to see a man that like steps back and says what do you want to do what are your interests what what is something that's going to bring a spark to your life you know well and then us stay-at-home moms like helping you like financially helping like uh, not watch the kids but parenting y'all's kids together so that you can do that um it's like so huge i mean it's not huge it's bare minimum but it's huge but like coming from like two generations ago where it's like the only the men worked and the moms like didn't really work at all like we're finally like stepping out and like i mean it almost sucks the way they did it because like inflation and everything yeah. and now it's like both parents have to work even if the mom didn't want to necessarily but right yeah, the so i feel like the men are like <laughs> a little bit behind they're like catching up to yeah. where the moms are getting yeah no i definitely feel like now there's starting to be this movement where i feel like men are just like banding together and recognizing the work that goes into being a parent and then more and more specifically being a mom because I feel like especially as a stay-at-home mom 
which like shout out to the working moms. I don't know yeah. how the fuck I I like they're superheroes in my eyes. Like superpowers, I don't know how you fucking do yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. And then like I feel like with stay-at-home moms, there's no recognition for like how much is actually being contributed to the household because it's not done financially but it's like no, you put it on a financial I, scale i saw this thing the other day and i i i don't know the numbers but a mom was saying she did the math of like how much it would be it would cost for daycare and so she said me sitting on my ass doing nothing all day but keeping my kids alive like bare minimum just feeding them a piece of toast every day like every lunch breakfast whatever um i'm saving our family so much money you know what i mean yeah. and that's yeah. so true like we they wouldn't be able to do their job without us and it's mm-hmm. important that they it's acknowledge like a team yeah. yeah it's not just like it's important like, that they acknowledge stay-at-home moms are freeloaders it's just like yeah and that's... also some people just want to get to parent their own kids hands-on like we some people didn't have kids just to to go straight back to work and no. that's okay yeah and that that's it's also cool for moms who did it were like i love my kids but i'm also this other person yeah that needs to i go definitely on. i had when i had my kids i knew immediately that i wanted to be like a very hands-on mom and not like a helicopter mom but i i wanted to be there Involved. for the experiences yeah. you yeah. know They're and like for so long yeah so. and i feel like no tea, no shade, but also full tea, full shade, because you guys fucking suck. Some people that Zach talks to at work, they're, like, baffled. Oh, your wife stays home? What do you mean? Like, shouldn't your kids be in school? And then he's like, well, my wife homeschools. And they're like, you let her homeschool your kids? And he's like, she's not a fucking dum-dum, you know? Like, she's capable of it. But they question it, and they, like, cannot believe that he lets me stay at home. But, like you said, he's always my biggest supporter, so he is the loudest with it. And he is like, do you know how much money I fucking save by my wife staying at home? And she's teaching my kids. And she's kids. homemaking. That's like a whole mortgage. Yeah. And he's like, she is doing so fucking much. So the fact that you're discrediting her, not only as a mom, but as a woman, and saying that her value is nothing because she brings no financial assistance mm-hmm. to the home. And he's like, you're fucking joking, right? And like... He calls that shit out immediately, and I'm always like, that's why I feel like... And it's, I feel like those comments usually come from people that, like, don't even have kids. Or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. and that's why, like, I feel like when people tell me, like, oh, you're a man-hater, and it's like, no, I'm not. Like, I appreciate a good masculine man who will stand up for his woman and defend his family and stand firm in it and not feel, not even feel like, oh, I'm forced to say this, but be like... This is what I fucking believe you're not going to say shit about my wife. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I don't get... My husband is the hottest motherfucker to me. I swear to God. To me, like, when he defends me and he is, like, standing up for our family, he's like, yeah, she's a stay-at-home wife and she fucking cooks bomb-ass fucking food. Yeah, that's And so she does true. this. I'm like, oh, my God, you're so And well, And then it makes it, like, like we want to, to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I... It's like, oh, like, I, I'm seeing... I'm seeing that it brings you joy and it's bringing me joy. And, like, I want to do this because you're giving me the recognition. You're not yeah. just, like, leaving me to be like, here, you little fucking wench, get to work. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and I feel yeah. like it, it definitely deserves to be recognized. Men like that deserve to be recognized. If, yeah. And it's always the ones who are shitty people who get offended by things. Like, I had a couple men 
just barely off of the episode that I did with Arya that were like, what the fuck? I didn't know this was a fucking shit on men uh, episode, you know? And I'm sitting here Somebody's like... Somebody's triggered. Yeah, if yeah. you are offended by it, that means that you think that you fall into that category. So maybe you should learn how to be a better fucking man. Mm-hmm. Because men who are confident in themselves and know, like, I am not that crazy fucking asshole, toxic, masculine man... They weren't even faced by it. I had some men who messaged me and were like, that was a good episode. You know, like you brought up a lot of very good points. And it's like, those are men who are are secure in what they are, in who they are, who know that they are good men and they don't fall in that category. And so they were able to actually comprehend and listen to what I was saying without being like, oh my God, my fragile (laughs) ego, it's cracking and shattering at the core, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no. So shout out to the good dads and the good men, even if you're not a dad. You know, the men who recognize the work that women do and don't live in a fucking mojo dojo casa house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like my father-in-law, yeah, he... You're going to have to edit out that chuckle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like I always, like on Facebook, I'll post things and it's like just hyping up like our men, whatever, mm-hmm. what they do. Thank you for working so hard so we can stay home. And my father-in-law is always commenting, and he's like, like, don't forget to give yourself a pat on the back. And I'm just like, Oh, I love yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's so, like, far and few between, I feel like. Yeah, it's and it's, like, it's different, especially hearing it from somebody who's not your significant other. Like, Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, my, it's kind of, like, like we The validation, the you know? And, like, there are times, like, my, my father-in-law, he's very, like like quiet spoken person like you know yeah, like, like my, my he he like doesn't that. talk unless he really feels like he has something to say but there are times i have literally cr- like spent the night until 2 a.m crying to him telling him like i feel like i am the b- worst fucking mom on the planet mm-hmm. i feel like such a piece of shit and he will be the first to tell me i think you're incredible Right, and, you then, know? and, and because like, he is so, like, soft-spoken, you know, when he does speak, and you're like, okay, he means it. Yeah, yeah. And, he's, yeah. and he's so just, like, it, it, it's not even a question in his mind. He's like, I think you're an awesome mom. Like, I am not going to lie. I, I might get some shade about this, but when I had my third son, I had gender disappointment, like, really bad. Mm-hmm. And so I cried about it, and I called my father-in-law, and I was like, I feel like a terrible fucking mom because... I wasn't planning on being disappointed in the gender, you know? And I think what just, like, really did it for me was I had a girl name picked out. I didn't have a boy name picked out. Right. So I was like, oh, my God, you know? But then after I had his name picked out, I was like, I'm so fucking excited, you know? It's the fucking hormones and stuff like that. But I remember calling him, and I remember being like, I'm always going to be the mother-in-law. I'm never going to be the mother. And he was like, do you understand that you are going to grow to be the most incredible mother-in-law ever? He was like, those, he's like, whoever your boys marry, they're going to love you. Yeah, and they're going like, to be you, so lucky. Though. Yeah, and he was like hyping me up and he's like, you are an amazing mom. Whoever they, whoever they marry are going to recognize that and they're going to want to spend time with you. And he's like, if you're always the mother, mother-in-law, you're going to be fucking awesome at it. Yeah. And it made me oh, feel yeah, so, so good. Yeah, and then, like, I was just like, oh, my God. Right. You know, like, I'm, like, sobbing my eyes like, out. Okay, thanks, bye. But when you get that outside validation, yeah. it feels so good. Because it's kind of like, like, yeah, when, when your mom's like, you're so beautiful, and you're like, okay, mom. Like, you yeah. know, you don't believe it, or yeah. you're so smart like, to you're believe it. Like, you're my mom. You like, you're supposed to say that, you yeah. know? Yeah. But then, yeah, you're right. Other people say it, and it, it means 
Yeah, because it's like, they don't have to say that, you know? They could very much just be like, no comment, bitch, you know? Yeah. But the fact that they, like, take that time to remind you to recognize yourself, to give yourself that credit, because this shit is fucking hard, especially Mm -hmm. when you consider that, like, most moms in America don't have a village. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how I feel like when I come home, I am, like, the happiest version of myself because I do have my village. I do have my friends here and like, you know, like you guys are family to me and stuff like that. But like in Tennessee, it's like, I'm just by myself. I'm just kidding. You know, like I'm just alone and by myself and it sucks. And it's like, I feel like I'm, especially when Zach's gone for training or for deployment or whatever, I'm like, it's like just you. Yeah. And it's like, everything comes back to me, you know? And I feel like I just like, I don't, I I just don't have that support system in Tennessee, you know? Right. And so, like, to know that, like, a lot of moms can relate to that, can relate to not having that, you know? So when they do get the occasional outside source, it's, like, it's validation. It's a validation that you need that it's, like... Keep going. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can yeah, do it. Yeah, because in, totally. in the heat of the moment, it's, like, there's no way I'm making this out alive. I think that all the time, yeah. like, when all four of them are crying at the same time, I'm sitting there, I'm like, is this real life? I'm like, this is it. I'm going to spontaneously yeah. combust. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Usually, that's usually when I'm like, okay, who wants to take a bath? Who wants yeah. to go outside? They you know, like, that, yeah, like, put them in, take them outside or put them in water. You yeah. always tell me that. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, never not works, though. Like, I know, it's always And like, also, it's good for, like, us, we're like... They, like, chill out in the bath, and we kind of like, have a bonding moment yeah. where we're, like, both getting really flustered, or we go outside, and I need a fresh air, too. I didn't realize, yeah. like, I need it outside also. Or I'll tell them, like, hey, let's go, because they love the, they love being in the car for literally fucking anything. So I'm like, you want to go drive? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Get your slippers on. We're going to go pick up french fries. Yeah. And, like, we'll just sit in the car. We'll eat french fries. Nobody's the kids touching are, like, you and nobody... in the car seat. Yeah. And, you're, like, you're and they're all talking you know? to each other or they're fucking asleep and you're just sitting there and you're like, yeah. this is so great. And then you get home, you're all completely new people, yeah. you know? And I feel like that's why it's so important for moms to either be able to get a break like that, even if it's something that small and what yeah. seems insignificant, but to also like... Those little when, self-care moments. Yeah. Like, oh, when they... Little things really add up. When they can to take that moment... And go do something with your girls that don't have, like, when me and you go to, you know, go out to eat or whatever, or go get drinks, or, like, even last night at the party, it was, it was such a nice little, like, I'm, Refresh. A, I'm, I'm still a human, yeah. you know, and, yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, still. I can be fun and get jiggy yeah. with it. Yeah, <laughs> no, and I'm, like. I'm fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, like, I love, like, I was, I was telling Danny earlier, um, I had taken pictures and everything like that, and I love the new update with Instagram where you can, like post pictures like but just to like your close friends only instead of it just being on your stories Mm -hmm. um and last night I was really trying to like be in the moment and so I was just like taking pictures where in that moment I just was like I'm happy you know and so like it was good it was was and so it was like yeah I'm only mildly hungover I feel like (laughs) I I don't know what that feels like my hangovers take like two business days now where before I could be like sleep them off wake up and just do it all over again I feel like we do that it'd be work at like 8am the next morning yeah we just get like tacos and then oh my god I feel like the day that I get my first ever hangover 
I'm gonna want to die. You're gonna be like, I have the flu. Yeah. No, I'm gonna Just think that I'm like, water. I have like a virus or something. No, yeah. for real. You're like, like, I am ill, and we're like, no, girl. No, you just need I some, know. Like, I told you, and Zach was like, when I told him, I was like, I'm completely fine. Like, I don't even feel a buzz, and he's like, I fucking hate you. And then this morning, when I woke up, he was he was down for the count. He was still sleeping. I think like two or three hours after us, and he wasn't like. He wasn't drunk or anything like that. I think it was just like the fact that we're like pushing our late twenties yeah, now we don't do it and so staying often. out so, so late. We do our bodies like what was that? Yeah, and like, everything hurts. We get home at twelve thirty last night or this morning, I guess, and then, um, you know, my oldest is up at five five thirty, and I'm I just get up and I'm just like rocking with it, and he's like. I can't fucking stand it. Yeah. Like, wh- why are you able to do this? And there was actually one time, which I apologize in advance to my in-laws, but there was one time um, I had gone out. Uh, it was in 2020. I had gone out with a friend at the time on Christmas Day to a bar. And I fucking drank a fucking fuck ton. And the next morning, I was up at 7 a.m., like, vacuuming and everything. My father-in-law comes out. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I'm vacuuming. And he's like, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I know. And he's like, are you not hungover? And I'm like, no. That was the first time he found out that I don't get hangovers. And he was raging pissed. And he was like, "Uh, well, not actually. But he was like, what the fuck? You know? And he was just absolutely mind-blowing. I know. know. We were like, it's a challenge for us to get him. I know. What? No. One day, it's all going to catch up. And I'm just going to, like, I'm going to randomly be at a bar. And I'm going to be, I'm going to take, like, two shots. I'm just going to be stripping. And you're going to be, like, 65 with your first hangover. I know. Fuck you. I know. No. But, yeah, I think, like. I think it's definitely important to take your moments, yeah. remember that you are a human being, that you are somebody outside of your children, and that you are not unworthy or undeserving of being able to chase your own dreams and be your own person and follow your heart. Like Totally. You, Regardless of what kind of life you lead, you deserve that. You are worthy of that. And, like, people should – you should – Surround your pe- yourself with people in your life who are going to root for that. Who are totally, going to totally, totally, yeah, yeah totally. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are just gonna leave it at that. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. We like started with conspiracy theories and like I know mother load of. But that was our vibe. Yeah, that that's, that's how it always goes. <laughs> I, our brains I, just like I forgot to we were things. videoing for a minute there. So yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Okay. Um, as usual, I am on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Spotify. I just recently um, was able to qualify for the listener support on Spotify, and I'm working towards my goal of being able to get a laptop so that I can do all my editing on there. No pressure to participate in that, but if you feel like wasting a couple bucks here and there. It's not wasting. It's not wasting. It's not wasting. Nothing too large. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, If you're not already, please follow. Please subscribe, you know, however you can set notifications so that you get notified anytime there's a new episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. I will see you in the next episode. Stay cool. Adios.